Hello and welcome to Teach One. I'm your host, LaTanya Green. I'm here to share some of the lessons that life has taught me. I hope that it inspires you and encourages you. I hope that it truly blesses your life and I hope that it helps you along your path. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Teach One. I have to say, forgive my voice right off the back. I am trying to get over a sinus infection right now. So a little bit scratchy there. So bear with me. But this week's episode of Teach One is on understanding your purpose. And we all have a purpose in the world. We really do. We all have a purpose. You have something to offer the world that you were uniquely designed to offer the world. And um, when you're thinking about your purpose, I really, I feel like you should start where you as an individual see something missing from the world that you believe should be there. I feel like that's a platform and a basis for starting to understand where your purpose lies. Because if there's something that you can uniquely see that is missing from the world that does not currently exist or exist in the capacity that you believe it could, that's where you become the key piece in that element. Um, For me, a big point in where I started to really understand about what it means to have a purpose in the world came from a book that I read um, with my church. We read it as a as an entire church, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. This book really was very impactful for me because it really revealed a lot of things about myself. It revealed a lot of things about how I viewed the world, things that I felt were working in the world and things that weren't. So those were some of the ways that got me started. And in my progression of understanding my purpose and my progression of understanding how to be effective in implementing my part of the purpose in this world came from not waiting for permission or validation to pursue the things that I had inside me that were already there not waiting to be certified in it. Now, where I am in life right now, I have certifications and I have, you know, I have (laughs) these different validations and um, I have these different validations and certifications and, and stamp of approval, so to speak, to do certain things. But even before then, I had to stop waiting for permission from other things, from other people, from other establishments. I had to stop waiting on certifications to start my walk in my purpose. So I'm going to say to you, even if you don't have the certifications, if you don't have, you know, the degree or whatever it is that you think you need in order to get started You actually don't need it to get started. 
choosing to get those certifications or certificates or or degrees or whatever, that only enhances what you already know. That only enhances what you're able to pour into this world. It only enhances it. It gives you a little bit more knowledge. It gives you a little more, a little bit more authority, if you might say, in that, but it doesn't it's not what prepares you for the purpose. It's not what what really what really says this is what you have to offer the world. That's there are plenty of people out there with degrees and certifications who are just doing what they do because it gets them a certain status of approval or it gets them a certain paycheck. But that that doesn't mean it's your purpose. Also for me, understanding that I can look at other people and how they're doing it and how um how they're choosing to live out their purpose. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's how it's, it was meant for me to do it. And looking at other people and how they're doing it can sometimes block you or slow you down. We are given design, divine assignments on our life uniquely because we are uniquely designed to fulfill them. Our purpose can be similar to other people's. But that doesn't mean that they can do it like we do it. And it's not a slight against them because we weren't meant to do it like they're doing it and they weren't meant to do it like we are supposed to be doing it. So just remember that don't be too focused on how other people are doing it and allow that to make you second guess how you were supposed to be doing it. Also on the same token, just because someone else's Someone else's purpose is similar to yours does not mean yours is not needed. Okay, just because others are doing the same thing that you're doing does not diminish the value of what you have to offer. There's more than one flavor of ice cream because every flavor is not going to appeal to every person. Uh, What if we only have one choice? What if we were only allowed one type of experience what would be the point in that there is a reason that there is multiple options for one thing because everything every one option does not appeal to every person and every one option does not fulfill the needs of the masses so even if you want to break it down to just like anybody can go in the store and buy a shirt But if all shirts were exactly the same, it wouldn't appeal to everyone the same way. So keep that in mind when you are thinking about understanding your purpose. And I did mention the book, um, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. That is one way that I was able to start to uncover what it really means to have a purpose. But if I want to get to the core of it, if I really, if I'm really telling you the core of it, my purpose came out of my pain. My purpose truly came out of my pain, out of what was really lacking in my own life, in my own upbringing, in my own experiences. That's where my purpose came from. 
And um, most opportunities I feel like are lost because they're not recognized. Not recognized for what they really are. Struggle is something that we all have gone through or will go through in this life. You're going to struggle at something. It might not be in the same capacity as other people, but we're all going to struggle with something. And to me, struggle can also be an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to learn. It's an opportunity to challenge yourself a little bit. It's an opportunity for you to see things from a different perspective, take a break, come back at it and look at it with fresh eyes. Those are all opportunities. And uh, even in the smallest essence of something that you've gone through, that you struggled with, even if you didn't feel like you overcame it, even if you didn't feel like you found the solution to it in that moment, Witnessing other people go through the same thing is an opportunity for you to impact a little bit of your wisdom, impact a little bit of what you face. Even if you didn't find the solution, you can help someone avoid the same pitfall. Um, Getting prepared for this episode, I did a little bit of research on how other people possibly found their purpose in the world. And I came across a lot of things, a lot of quizzes and a lot of tests and, you know, and and things like that. But one of the things that I came across, I wanted to share with you, and it was from a blog by Maggie Wool. And it was, um, the site was Better Up. I believe that's the name of the blog. She had 12 tips to find your purpose. So the first one was to develop a growth mindset. And in her description, she said that it allows you to embrace challenges and opportunities. It allows you to persevere in spite of failure. And it allows you to accept feedback and constructive criticism. I would definitely have to agree with this in Developing a growth mindset. When you have a mindset, what what I found is when you have a mindset of you are perfectly okay with everything how it is, and that contentment is one thing, being content in your life is a good thing, can be a good thing, but being content in how to say this, being content in less than what you know you're capable of is you being stagnant. So having a growth mindset, I do believe can be a very good point um, in helping to find your purpose. The second one she had is create a personal vision statement. And I'm going to I'm going to paraphrase this in how I understood this to mean um, in making decisions that align to your values and stay and helping you stay on track. So for me, what I understood create a personal vision statement to mean is create a personal vision statement 
of really what you're working for and working towards overall and make decisions that help to align with that so you can stay focused and stay on track. You know, um, a lot of people have probably heard about vision boards and that can be a little bit like anything that I want to do, I'm going to throw on this vision board. But a vision statement, I think, is a little more honed in on what that ultimate thing is and not just everything you want. That's what I understood it to be anyway. So the third thing she put on there was to give back. I don't know if that's going to help you find your purpose, but I personally feel like if your mentality is all about you, then you're missing the point of life. So giving back, I think, I think is a good thing in, in general, but I don't know. I, I can't really say if that's going to help you find your purpose, but that was her tip. Number three, tip four was practice gratitude. And I'm a firm believer in having an attitude and a lifestyle of gratitude. Gratitude is, is a big thing for me. Being grateful for every single thing helps me to remember that it's not promised to you. It, it doesn't have to be given to you. The things that you have, even though they might not be the, the things that you want, the things that you have are precious. And not just because other people might not have them, but they're precious because they're a gift to you. They're a gift. Even the smallest things are a gift to you. As I sit at my desk right now, as I record this episode, looking out of the window on a very cloudy, rainy day, there's a gift that I'm witnessing in the process. There is a gift that I'm being given in the view that I currently have from this window. There's a gift. So... The fifth one she had was turn your pain into your purpose. And as I said from the beginning, my pain, definitely, my, 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 my purpose came from my pain. And I cannot say that I am appreciative of the purpose that, I mean, of the pain that I had to go through for this purpose to reveal itself. But I do understand, I understand that in order for me to see things from the perspective that I have, I had to endure some things first. Uh, the sixth thing that she has on her list is explore your passions. Um, that definitely can bring, I feel like that definitely can reveal your purpose in life. Number seven she had was be part of a community. And that can be helpful. That can be impactful. Number eight, she had was spend time with people who inspire you. And that was pretty interesting to me because I had heard a speaker say, and um, I, I listened to so much and I um, tried to educate myself on so much that I, I wish I could tell you where I, who I heard say this or where I heard this. But I heard a speaker say to practice the 30% rule. And they explained it as 30% of the time, 
you should be 30% of your time should be with people who are at the same point or place in life that you are so that you have people that can relate to what you're going through. People who are right in the same boat that you are, that you can, you know, talk through things with about what you're currently going through. And then 30% of your time should be spent with people who've advanced further than you so that you're inspired to grow and that you can learn from. And these are people who can give you some, some tips and some clues into how to elevate to the next step, how to get to the next place that you're trying to work towards. And 30% of your time should be spent with people who have not yet gotten to where you've made it to so that you can be the person that encourages them and inspires them because we're supposed to be pouring into others just as we are seeking those to enlighten us and elevate us. We are supposed to be that for other people as well. Um, number nine that was on the list was to read and to educate yourself. Reading, yes, I am a big reader and I wish I read more. I wish I had time to read more. I have so many books on my shelf, on my shelves, my multiple bookshelves that I have not even opened because I don't have time enough to read them all. But I'm I still buy I still will go to a bookstore and go to town. But reading, listening, um enlightening yourself as much as possible, taking the time to conversate with people who have advanced further than you are, who have some knowledge that you don't have. Those are all great ways to find your purpose by educating yourself. The 10th one she had on her list was to join a cause. And the 11th was to practice self-acceptance. For me, practicing self-acceptance was learning the value that I had just as I am at this moment without anyone else affirming it, without anyone else certifying it, without anyone else giving me a stamp of approval, a degree, anything else. Practicing self-acceptance, knowing your value where you stand today and knowing where you're lacking. And making that choice to elevate that if that's what you want to do. Her 12th tip uh, was to take time for self-care. Self-care is so important. It really is. And I did not understand how important it was earlier in life, even 10 years ago, even five years ago. I don't think I fully understood to the magnitude that I understand it now. And I'm still learning and I'm still learning to give yourself time to refuel yourself, not just because you are tired today, but because you also need to prepare yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually for what's to come. And we don't have a crystal ball. We can't say for sure what's coming ahead of us, but when you do discover your purpose and you do start to work toward fulfilling that purpose, it's going to require some work from you. It is going to require some serious work from you. And that work is going to take a toll on you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, sometimes financially. It is. So us being aware of that helps us 
to think about self-care in a different way helps us to start to understand that it's not just about replenishing what you need today, but also preparing yourself for what you're going to need in fulfilling your purpose. And um, I just wanted to share a poem with you. It's not even really a poem. It's an excerpt. It's an excerpt from um, Marianne Williamson. And it's from a return to love reflections on the principles of a course in miracles. So I'm going to uh, recite that for you. And I hope that you really, you probably heard it before if you haven't. Um, It's in a couple of movies, I believe so far, but uh, it is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And that is um, the quote from A Return to Love, Reflections on the Principles of A Course in Miracles. And I'm going to say to you today that your light is going to hurt some people's eyes. So what? Shine anyway, darling. Shine anyway. We have a divine purpose on this earth. And I like to think of it as a jigsaw puzzle. When you're putting together a jigsaw puzzle, there are going to be a lot of pieces that look similar, that have similar curves and shapes on on certain sides and could possibly fit into a particular part of the puzzle. But if it is not that one piece that was designed for that one part of the picture in that puzzle, it will not come out right. You can try to squeeze it in. You can try to jam it in. You might even be able to wedge it in there. But the picture when you're done will not look like what it's supposed to look like, what it was created to look like. You have to be uniquely designed for your part for it to work for it to really fit the way that it was meant to fit. I believe that we all have a unique part to play in what this world was designed to look like. 
if we are trying to reshape ourselves to look like someone else, to fulfill our purpose the way that someone else is fulfilling theirs, to be someone else or, or, or try to copy word for word, step for step, how someone else is doing something, we are not, the picture is not going to come out right. For your part, for my part, I have to make sure that I am working to fulfill my purpose in the way that God wants me to to fulfill it. I have to work at fulfilling my purpose the way that God wants me to fulfill it. And all the answers aren't going to be given to me or revealed to me all at once. I'm not going to know what steps that God wants me to take 12 steps up the road. He, He doesn't give us our directions like that, unfortunately. Sometimes I wish he did, but he does not. He gives them to us as we get to the point where we need to make the turn, where we need to make a step, where we need to change direction. He is not going to tell us, all right, here's step one, two, three, four, five, but you just pulled out the driveway. You know how the GPS works. You know how it works. Sometimes, (laughs) and if you're like me, if you're a driver like me, sometimes I get frustrated at how the GPS waits till the last minute to tell you you were supposed to make a turn or merge into this lane because I'm doing my own thing in a different lane altogether, not even close to where I'm supposed to be. And I have to take a few steps back so I can make the right turn. Sometimes we are like that with the directions that God gives us. And sometimes we have to take those steps back. Sometimes we have to wait until the last minute and make that turn or make that adjustment. But that's how it works. Our purpose is a personal thing. Our purpose is something that's being called specifically for us. Sometimes other people can't understand or don't understand or won't understand our purpose. They don't understand why we're doing it this way or that way. And I'm not telling you not to accept or look for or value criticism, but constructive criticism is the key. And even with that, we do have to keep in mind that other people weren't given our vision because it's not for them to be given. We are given our own vision for a unique purpose. And it doesn't mean your best friend or your mom or your kids or your spouse or your friends or your coworkers will always understand. It doesn't mean that. So as you search for your purpose or as you live out your purpose in this world, I hope that you're able to keep in mind that your purpose was divinely assigned and created for you to fulfill. And I wish you all the blessings in fulfilling it. I wish you all the encouragement. I wish you all the support that you feel like you need. And I know you got it. Thank you for tuning in to Teach One today. 
I believe in you. I know that all you want for your family and for yourself, you can have. Don't ever stop working for it, working towards it and be blessed and enjoy your life.